You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, episode 50. And today we're talking about why a probiotic is just a waste of money. Wait, what? Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schirm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host, Alexa. And as always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. While it seems complex and overwhelming, my passion and my mission is to help you break it down into the basics, allowing you to live a simplistic and healthy life you enjoy. Before we get into today's show, I have an exciting announcement. We are at episode 50. I seriously cannot believe it. We're here 50 shows in, just over a year into podcasting, and honestly, all glory be given to God because I have to tell you a little story that back in high school, I nearly failed high school speech class. Like, I had a massive fear of public speaking, and speech class was just not my thing. Standing in front of a room and speaking or speaking over an intercom system was a horrific idea in my mind. And I would have never guessed that many years later, I would be here speaking as my profession. It's crazy how God can twist and turn your life and pull out your weaknesses just to give all glory to him through this. And I hope that as we're 50 shows in, that you've taken information, that you've learned information, and that you've been able to utilize this information in your own life to kind of break free of those diet traps and really just live a healthy life. Because overall, my goal and my goal with Simple Roots Wellness and Simple Roots Radio is to help you break free of traditional traps that food has placed on us and just open your eyes to be able to fully live, to use health as a means to desire health, but not to live for health, to step into what we call free health. And really, this is all because of you. And so I just want to tell you how much I really do appreciate you. From your feedback to your listening ears, and most importantly, that you're actually taking this information and using it to change the course of your life. I really do head over heels adore you, and thank you for being a part of this, and I can't wait to show you what's in store, and please keep sending your feedback and ideas, because that's really what this is all about, sharing information that you desire to know and that can spur you on to make those right changes in your life. So thank you so much for being here, and in honor of that... Because we're 50 shows in, I'm doing a special giveaway through the next four episodes. So each episode is going to break down a very specific topic, one that has been recommended by you. And so we're going to break down those four episodes. And within each episode, I'm recommending one of my favorite products. And four people will win all four of those products as well as an entry into one of my courses of your choosing. Again, the products are all going to be showcased on today's show. So you'll kind of get a glimpse every single week of what you could win. And in order to win, to be eligible, to secure your spot, all you have to do is rate and review the show on iTunes. If you've already done it, great. That's one entry you don't have to worry about. You can only rate and review the show one time on iTunes. And in order to do this, you just head on over to simplerootswellness.com slash review and leave an honest rating and review. It takes two minutes out of your day and that's good forever. 
The second thing that you have to do in order to be eligible for your chance to win one of these awesome prizes is to share the show with your friends. Whether you take a picture of your friend and share it on social media, or you just share something that you've learned from Simple Roots Wellness or Simple Roots Radio, take a picture and post it on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and make sure you hashtag Simple Roots Wellness or tag at Alexa Sherm so that we can see how you're sharing it with your friends and be entered in for a second chance to win those products. So just two things you have to do in order to win one of those amazing giveaways is one, rate and review the show on iTunes, and number two is share it with your friends so that we can spread this realistic health and help everyone step outside of the traps and the lies that the diet and food industry has placed on us and really enter into free health. So again, I would love for you to be a part of that, and you're going to want to do that so you can win these awesome prizes, which will be revealed as the shows continue. But today's show is all about should you use probiotics or not? I think this is such a common question, and there's so much hype over probiotics. So today we're going to break down how your gut bacteria can either be against you or for you, the difference between probiotics and prebiotics and the best way to change your gut bacteria for good. So let's get right to the show. It's all about bacteria, something that sounds so scary and so frightening and a microbiome and something that you would think you would go to the doctor for. However, there is 40 to 50 trillion bacteria living on and in your body. And these bacteria are extremely important to the health of your system. In fact, there are researchers who wanna classify that as a human microbiome as its own organ system, because that's how much of an impact it's having in our body. But overall, probiotics have become a hot topic in our world, and it's simply coming from the fact that we've heard and learned so much about what our gut microbiome has to do with our overall health. In fact, inside of our gut, like 75% of our immune system. So it's incredibly important. And so now we have probiotics popping up everywhere. They can be found in tons and tons of food products and supplements that are now fortifying or adding foods. In fact, my husband even told me the other day when he got home from the grocery store that he saw Tropicana was now adding it to their orange juice. Of course, I'm just gonna be blunt with this and say that most all of this is just a marketing scheme. They're trying to increase the perceived value, making you desire it, putting that emotion behind it of, ooh, there's probiotics, so I should probably buy it. But I can tell you more times than not, it's just a marketing scheme. Most of these products actually have no healthy benefit on the GI system. In fact, if you were actually to take a probiotic supplement, it would need to be done in the absence of food because probiotics within our digestive system can bind food and leave the system. So I've seen things like green products, you know, green powders who add probiotics, making both the greens and the probiotics pretty much worthless. Obviously, they're adding it to orange juice. They're adding it to yogurts. There is some benefit to natural probiotics found in foods and fermented foods. That's especially where we find it in nature. However, when they're just fortified and added to products, you can almost assume it's a waste of your money. I don't mean to get right into it and just bluntly tell you that probiotics are a waste of money, but I will tell you nine times out of 10, they are a waste of money. And I'm going to tell you what is so much better than simply a probiotic. So just to get back to the microbiome, I think it's important to understand what our microbial cells are doing in our body, what this essentially new organ system is doing in our body, so then we can understand the difference between probiotics 
and prebiotics and actually how to make your gut healthy and how to make your microbiome healthy because this they're finding could be the key to nearly every single disease process known to man. Why? Because again, 75% of your immune system lies within your GI microbiome alone, let alone how much more on the outside of your body protecting you from so many invaders and toxins that our body is constantly being bombarded with. So again, just to clarify, the human microbiome includes around 40 to 50 trillion microbial cells, which is more than the amount of human cells. At one time, they thought the microbial cells were 10 times more than human cells. That number is varied. But we do know that there are more microbial cells than there are human cells. Basically, our microbiome is a living and active part of our body and one that needs to be monitored. The microbiome includes so many functions of the body and it plays a crucial role and it is the center of the triad system that we see classified as the gut-brain-skin axis and why we can link our mental state with our health of our GI system and also why we can see that affecting our skin issues. So let's dig into specifically what this bacteria is doing and we're gonna talk most specifically about gut bacteria because that's the easiest to regulate and that's what they found to be the most crucial system of the microbial community on your body. So let's first break down what is the bacteria in our GI system actually doing? Basically, the microbial system in your GI system is protecting you from harmful bacteria, funguses, viruses, proteins, allergens, and things that could get into your bloodstream. So it's a very protective agent. It's helping to break down food. It's helping to break down and kill viruses and excrete all these things. I like to think of this bacteria in your GI system as the bodyguards to what gets inside, what gets inside to your bloodstream and what actually causes good or bad things to happen once it's inside. Remember, our digestive system is actually considered an external part of our system. So it's preventing what's getting in and actually causing a lot of harm on our internal organ system. So these bacteria, they're also sending signals to your immune system and help regulate inflammation in your body. So this bacteria is not only acting as a bodyguard, but it's sending out signals to your body. It's creating proteins and other receptors and other signals, kind of similar to the hormonal system of our body, working as a communication form for your body. In fact, some of your gut bacteria can even form vitamins like vitamin K and short-chain fatty acids. And they do this because this is the main nutrient source of the cell lining of your colon. So your bacteria is amazingly complex and diverse and it has a wide range of functions. In general, the bacteria are going to affect systems like how you smell, your odor, immune system, how you fight pathogens your metabolism, which is a really, really big one that's being studied all over. And they're trying to link our gut bacteria and how it's performing and the ratio of good gut bacteria to bad gut bacteria to obesity, diabetes, metabolic disorder, insulin resistance, and even more than that. And I think the most interesting is how we can affect our behavior, our mental, our mindset, which again, that affects our skin. If we just specifically look at how our gut bacteria is affecting our metabolism, they found that bad bugs, bad bacteria in the gut directly contribute to the metabolic syndrome by increasing the production of insulin. 
So again, these bad gut bacteria can actually signal to produce more insulin in the body in which we know the more insulin that's in your body, the more fat storage hormones that are gonna be signaled and thus the more body fat you're gonna produce. This also causes excess inflammation and the change in cortisol levels in your body leading to leptin resistance, insulin resistance, ghrelin resistance, all these hormones that get out of whack simply because the bacteria in your GI system is out of whack. So when we look at this, people want to know what comes first, healing the gut or healing the internal body. I think it has to be done simultaneously and without either or, you can't really fix it. Some would say that you have to heal the gut in order to heal the internal body, but I feel like we can work on both at the same time to really revitalize the system. We'll talk later about how we can easily change the gut bacteria and what the first right step in doing that in healing your GI system. But first, I want to continue on with what the bacteria is doing because I think it's incredibly fascinating. So the right ratio of good to bad gut bacteria is really critical in basically preventing all disease as we know it. In fact, they're actually learning so much about this is that they're starting to do fecal transplants. And you might have heard about this and been totally disturbed. But basically what they're finding, and they've done it in rats and now they're actually doing it in humans. But just to give you an example, in, in mice, what they did was they took skinny mice and they took overweight mice, mice that have been bred time and time again, generation and generation to be overweight. And they took fecal transplant of the skinny mice and introduced that into the GI tracts of the obese mice. And they actually found that changing nothing but introducing good gut bacteria changed their entire metabolism. And these mice actually lost weight simply by introducing the right gut bacteria to produce the right communication signals to the body, which equated to the right hormonal flow, leading to ultimately health. Apparently, they've also been doing this in animals for years, and they do what they call poo-poo tea. And basically what they do is in a sick animal, they'll take fecal matter from a healthy animal and essentially make it into a drink, a tea that the animal drinks. And they're finding once the animal drinks this healthy poop, the healthy bacteria, that that animal can then turn around. They can get rid of mange and colic and they can get rid of worms and parasites and other things that are living inside the animals and actually make them well simply by introducing good fecal matter into a sick animal. So now they're starting to do this in humans and they're finding incredibly amazing results, especially when we look at things like cancers and even in autistic patients where they're taking fecal matter that's coming from a very healthy individual, which is just loaded with good and bad bacteria, right? They're taking the good bacteria out of that, the bacteria out of that, and essentially introducing it back into an unhealthy person, and they're finding great, great benefits, which just, again, goes to show that the more we can support the healthy bacteria in our GI system, the healthier we're going to be overall. Great changes can come just in supporting our GI tract alone because it is the system that really runs the show. It is a system that communicates with all other systems of the body and creates the change that we're looking for. So we're going to talk more about how we can actually help our bacteria. But before we go there, I think it's important to know how we're hurting our gut bacteria because in general, we really want to maintain good gut bacteria from the start of life. At the very beginning of life, when you pass through that birth canal, you are flooded with a ton of very healthy bacteria, which is the basis for the gut bacteria for the rest of your life. 
Now, again, we can do a lot of things to harm the good bacteria, which changes the concentration of good to bad bacteria, which then changes the health of an individual. We can see right off the bat that bacteria can be affected at infancy, whether you had a C-section or you were born via C-section or you were given medications right away, either due to complications or precautions. So we know that that can be affected initially, which can change the course of someone's health overall for the rest of their life. Now, however, we can change this, so don't lose hope. But here's the deal. We right now have a huge impact on our gut bacteria, right? At the start of life, we can't affect that. Like we can't determine that. We can help our future children to come into this world a little bit better, but whatever happened to us has been done. So now all we can do is change what we're doing right now. So basically, our gut bacteria can be harmed in a number of ways. Of course, antibiotics and other medications, especially birth control and other pain-relieving medications like Tylenol and Advil, those have a huge detrimental effect on our gut bacteria. It kills good bacteria and, again, leads it out of proportion. Diets high in refined carbohydrates like sugar and processed foods are going to harm and kill our good bacteria. Diets low in fermentable fibers... So diets low in fruits and vegetables and fermented foods are also going to be harmful on our good gut bacteria because this is our prebiotics, the things that we're going to learn about in a second that feed our good bacteria. Dietary toxins, so things that are allergenic to our body or cause excess inflammation in our body, they can be summed up as the common allergens in some people like wheat, dairy, eggs, um, nuts and seeds, soy. Those things can cause some kind of inflammatory response that affects our good gut bacteria. Of course, the healthier the individual, the least likely these things are to affect you. Chronic stress, I can't express this enough. What we're finding that stress and just our emotional state is doing to our gut bacteria, this is incredible incredibly huge because once again, we throw our hormonal cycle out of whack, we affect our gut bacteria. It goes back and forth. What came first, the chicken or the egg? It's the same thing. We have to fix both at the same time. And the other thing is chronic infections. So we can get chronic infections, things that we lower our immune system, which again comes from a lowering of good gut bacteria. Of course, there are a lot of other ways that we can harm our gut bacteria, other drugs, alcohol, other stressors in our body. We can harm the outside of our outer microbiome, the bacteria on our skin via skincare products and what's in our environment and cleaning products and things like that. But most generally, we really see a detrimental effect via our diet, our stress levels, and what kind of outside medications that we're taking and ingesting. So those are all things, of course, again, to be aware of because over 50% of the population has what we call leaky gut or bad gut membrane layer. It has holes in it and allows bad things to get in. So how do we fix this? Well, the common thought was just add probiotics, add good gut bacteria back in. But what we're learning is that's not really having a beneficial effect. I don't love this because it would be an easy answer, but it really goes back to my whole philosophy on health is that we can't do something for our body. We just have to enable it to do the job that it was designed. We have to provide the environment for it to work well, and ultimately, if we do that, we're going to be far healthier. And once we start providing things, right, once we just start taking gut bacteria and assuming that it's going to help, our body kind of shuts down that ability. It can throw everything out of whack, and in fact, it can make the problem worse. So that's why I say maybe not the greatest option to take probiotic. I think there's a time and a place to reintroduce good bacteria. However, I think there are far more important things that we need to look to overall and on a daily basis to take care of our gut bacteria and provide that environment. 
Remember, whenever we start doing something for our body, it shuts off that process. It is always, always, always going to be better to make your body do the job that it was designed by providing the environment to do that. And I can't express that enough. So the common thought was just take probiotics. Like I mentioned, there is a time and a place to take a probiotic, especially if you're on some kind of medication, if you got some kind of infection, just kind of boost the good gut flora. Overall, continuously, I think it's a really bad idea. So let's just define what probiotics are. Probiotics are the live bacteria found inside your GI system and outside your body. Probiotics most often are consumed in fermented foods and also in supplements, and they can provide numerous health benefits. It can kind of jumpstart the good bacteria, but in general, we have 40 to 50 trillion microbials living inside your GI system, and when you take a probiotic, it's generally only two to five strains of those. I mean, it's simply not enough of the hundreds and thousands of different varying strains in your system. Two to five different varying ones is just not enough. So like I said, it can help, but it's not the end-all be-all. So that's an option, right? It's not the best option, not the superior option. We're gonna get to both of those. The next best option is something called prebiotics, which I think we should focus on much, much more than we do probiotics. Prebiotics are essentially the substances that come from types of carbs, mostly fiber, again, that fruit and vegetable diet and fermentable fibers, um, like our fermented foods like kimchi and sauerkraut, uh, maybe even kombucha. Some people are kind of varying on that that humans can't digest. These are a type of fiber that your body can't break down. Instead, these fibers act as food for your good gut bacteria. They benefit the bacteria in your body by eating this. So prebiotics essentially are the foundation for creating the food that your good gut bacteria has, maybe leaning more towards providing the environment that is rich and producing healthy gut bacteria. By definition, essentially prebiotics are a type of non-digestible fiber compound. They pass through the upper GI tract and remain undigestible, even passing through the small intestine. Once they reach the colon, that's where they're fermented by the gut microflora, and they produce and let off the food that your healthy gut bacteria needs to thrive and survive. Not to get scientific, but these fibers are also called oligosaccharides. Some of you maybe have helped with that. Basically, what these prebiotics are going to do, just in a nutshell, they're gonna help with nutrient absorption. So they're going to allow you to take in more nutrients, nourishing your body more, and they also help with gut and digestive health. So they're gonna help you break down those foods and absorb it, as well as feel and experience less constipation and bloating. They're gonna work with probiotics to open the doors for heightened levels of health in general. Prebiotics make their way through the stomach without being broken down by gastric acids or digestive enzymes, something that you have to be very cautious of when you consume a probiotic. How much probiotic is actually passing through the stomach acid and the gastric enzymes to reach the intestines where it's actually doing its job? I mean, there are some that are really never able to pass through that intact, whereas prebiotics are not broken down in the stomach and therefore can go on to produce the food to do that. And ultimately, they are the fuel for the beneficial bacteria that live within your gut. So when we see people who have a higher intake of these oligosaccharides or these prebiotics, they're linked to benefits including lower cardiovascular disease, healthier cholesterol levels, better gut health, improved digestion, lower stress response, better hormonal balance, higher immune function, lower risk for obesity and weight gain, lower inflammation and autoimmune diseases, and lower cancer rates. That's just to name a few. Why? Again, because the gut microbiome plays such a crucial role 
and our immune system and inflammation and what gets into our body that it's critical that we have this right and good gut bacteria so that we don't have to deal with all these invading things that our system can't handle. So how do we get prebiotics, right? Because here's step one in healing your gut is to consume a healthy amount of prebiotics. And to be honest, many foods naturally contain them, right? So are we talking about a supplement or just consuming the food? Always, 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 it's going to be better to consume the prebiotic via food than it is a supplement. However, there are some great prebiotic supplements out there that you can take, but I still think overall in general, once you get your gut health in line, it's still going to be better to eat them. And most often, this just comes from a fruits, vegetables, and legumes, basically a plant-based diet. They can be found in things like legumes, raw oats, bananas, berries, artichoke, asparagus, dandelion greens, garlic, leeks, onions. There's a lot of foods, right? Again, mostly all foods that are plant-based. Consume these healthy prebiotics as well as our fermented foods like kimchi and sauerkraut, apple cider vinegars, and things like that that feed the probiotics that help our body to really do the job that it was designed. Now, if you're someone who struggles with what we call FODMAPs or bloating or SIBO or something where you have a very hard digestive disorder, this is really the catch-22 and something I get all the time. Like that supplement sounds great and I tried it, but I experienced so much bloating and so much gassiness and it just didn't settle well. Or I tried to eat a more vegetable-based diet and it just didn't settle well, right? Here's the deal and the catch-22 about this topic is the extent to which you adversely react to probiotics and prebiotics and fermented foods is proportionate to how screwed up your gut is. Like in other words, the more strongly you react, the more likely it is that you really, really need it over the long haul. And that's the problem with addressing short-term issues that we see like SIBO and gastrointestinal distress and other things is that we wanna alleviate those symptoms, but at the same time, we have to deal with a long-term problem, which is often a gut imbalance. And the same principle applies to those people who have a FODMAP intolerance and they can't handle these prebiotics. Yet by eliminating FODMAPs and eliminating prebiotics, you're really never able to deal with the the root cause. So what is the answer? And I think this is a mystery that so many people are looking for. Prebiotics sound great. My body isn't reacting well to them. I feel bloated and gassy when I add them. However, I know that is a critical step in healing the gut and something that's going to change the course of your health overall. So how do you increase tolerance? In general, it's always going to be better to eat fermentable fibers and whole foods rather than supplement. Your body is just going to react better. I think it starts by slowly introducing them, getting rid of other toxins and other stressors in your body and slowly introducing these healthy things because ultimately that's what it is. We're going to talk about a product that could really change this for good simply because it's not a probiotic or a prebiotic, but it creates a good foundation in the right environment for both to work in sync together. But in general, it's just building tolerance. It's slowly working to make these healthy changes, slowly getting rid of medications that are causing harm, slowly getting rid of the bad environment and the sugary and processed foods that are causing harm, slowly reducing your stress levels or learning stress management techniques, slowly adding in healthy foods and these FODMAP foods, these fermentable fiber foods into your diet and providing that foundation for your gut bacteria in time to change because this is critical. And just to give you a little backstory on myself, if you're following along on my email list and if you're not, subscribe because I'm telling you all about the health struggles I've gone through this last year. I recently just got back my blood values and it showed that I was malnourished. And inside of my head, I'm thinking, I eat so well and I eat so much. How can I be malnourished? 
but it goes to show that my gut bacteria is simply not regulating itself well, so I'm not digesting and absorbing food well. I have a lot of bloating and inflammatory and lymphatic issues, which is directly related to the health of my GI system. And so while I've worked over time to replenish my gut with probiotics and adding in more prebiotics, I really haven't found a relief for that. And why I'm so passionate about this topic is I feel like I was trying these things and hoping they worked and I'm sure that they were helping enough, right? They were kind of holding me, maintaining me. And I feel like that's where so many of us get. We get to this point of maintenance and we can't get our body to fully heal, to step above and beyond that, to take that risk and really just start healing itself. So we just maintain ourselves. So I feel like I sat at this point of maintenance where I was taking probiotics, I was changing my diet, I was trying to take in more of these prebiotics and foods, even though I was intolerant to them, so I was trying to redevelop a tolerance for them so my body could handle that. But that's when I came across this product that really hit the nail on the head. And not to sell this product, but I told you, I'm gonna tell you about some of my favorite products, and this is one that I think has changed how I feel in a really, really short amount of time. And it's simply because it's changed my gut and it's called Restore. So I'm gonna talk about Restore, but then I'm gonna also go back and talk about how if you're using probiotics and prebiotics, how to do that well too, because again, those also hold a place in the diet. But Restore. So Restore essentially creates the optimal environment in the gut to create those tight junction barriers. So it's neither a prebiotic nor a probiotic. It's not simply adding in new gut bacteria and it's not the food for the gut bacteria, but it's creating the environment and the necessary nutrients that your body needs to maintain the good gut bacteria that's there. Because like we know, everyone is completely different and everyone's bacteria is a completely different mix. We know that it's environmental, it's cultural, it's genetic, it's everything and it changes over time. And so instead of trying to guess what our gut bacteria is or trying to just group everyone in the same thing, we really want to maintain what our body has already going for itself. And that's where Restore comes in. So basically, your Restore creates the environment in which your body maintains the junction barriers. So the barriers in between your bacteria that create the health and wellness of your GI system. It's a little daily supplement that's designed to protect the GI system, to protect the gut bacteria that you have going, allowing it to flourish and not die. So it's gonna protect it from things like herbicides, antibiotics, GMOs, gluten, foodborne toxins, and really create the environment where the 20 to 30,000 different strains of good gut bacteria can really thrive and multiply and flourish, which in comparison is a much, much better option than just providing a probiotic, which has at most 24 different strains of bacteria. And again, I don't promote a lot of products, but Restore is one of those things that I really have fallen in love with, with what they've created, because it's not just doing something for your body, but it's creating the environment for which your body does the job that it was designed. And in fact, it's the first dietary supplement that delivers a balanced family of bacterial metabolites to promote these tight junctions in the gut wall and provide value for the blood-brain barrier, which is critical in the mental state of us. So in essence, could this help reduce depression? Absolutely. Could it help lessen anxiety? Absolutely. Could it help make your skin better? Absolutely. Is it going to increase immune system? Absolutely. Why? Because it simply works on the communication network that gives our bodies the tools to support their own bacterial ecosystem again and again and again. On their website, on Restore's website, I think they have a great analogy that you can think of Restore as the liquid circuit board, boosting gut biome diversity and therefore immunity. 
So essentially, Restore is providing the environment in which cells can talk to each other and actually perform the job that it has. So instead of all this bacteria kind of becoming chaotic and getting out of balance, so there's more bad gut bacteria talking than there is good gut bacteria talking, there's this massive fight going on in your body, and your body is having an inability to maintain itself and restore itself and replenish itself, that's where Restore comes in to really provide that protection so that no longer the bad and the good bacteria can fight and the good bacteria has room to flourish. And that's really what we're going for. We're going for the prevention of an overgrowth of bad gut bacteria because there's a lot of science and we're not even getting into the nitty gritty of what this gut bacteria can do, but it can produce a lot of metabolites that signal bad things to your body, that signal insulin resistance, that signal cancer cells to grow, that signal a lower immune response, right? That signal all these bad things and essentially can allow autoimmunity to happen. So we have to take care of our good gut bacteria. And I think one of the best ways we can do this is again, providing that right environment. So what are my take-home tips? One is to try to lessen the toxic load that your system is taking in. Lessen the medications. Try and lessen the sugar and the processed foods. Lessen the stress load on your body. Again, why I'm so passionate about the lifestyle change and the stress and why all of my courses now are going to contain the lifestyle component of that, especially the hormonal reset, the five-day hormonal reset, and the simple cleanse that break down how you live your life as 50% of the equation and overall health and weight loss. And so we have to work to do that. Other things that we need to do is provide those prebiotics, the food that feeds the good bacteria and increase the tolerance of those so that you consume them without feeling bloated and excessively gassy. So those are our fruits and our vegetables, our legumes, right? Onions, our FODMAP foods, things like that. Uh, that have a significant value on our body. And then also providing something like Restore, which provides the right metabolites for your body actually to communicate well and those gut bacteria to communicate so that they can grow and they can kind of end the chaotic argument that's going on inside your body. Now, if you do take a probiotic, what's my recommendation? I would say that if you take a probiotic, that's fine. However, if you're going to take a probiotic, you have to rotate that. So every couple days, changing what brand that you're using or changing the strains of probiotics. You know, for a couple days, you take one strand. For a couple other days, you switch it up. So continuously switching it up. Again, that's trying to flood your body with different strains of bacteria because that's going to be important. But using probiotics more for a time of need, whether you have to be on a medication for a certain period of time, you got a virus or something like that, you ate a highly sugary diet, you traveled, you just threw your system out of whack, you're going through a stressful situation, that's a time to then add some probiotics in, but not long-term. I don't think probiotics are meant long-term. If you're gonna buy foods with probiotics in it, it's pretty much a wash. In fact, if you're gonna buy a supplement with a probiotic added to it, I would highly caution you against that because most likely you're not gonna gain anything from that. So if you have a greens powder, look on the back and see if it has added probiotics and just know that that's not doing your body a lot of good. Probiotics are simply meant to be taken in the absence of food, and that's going to help your body to utilize that better. Now, prebiotics, you can supplement with prebiotics. If you're really trying to flood your body with those, I will link up some prebiotics that I like in the show notes, as well as a few probiotics that I think are beneficial. Again, the brand and the quality is gonna make all the difference um, in trying to get rid of the placebo effect and really providing your body with that. But if I had to recommend one product, 
it would be the Restore. I think hands down, this has changed the way I feel. It's provided more energy. It's provided better digestion. I've lost a few pounds. Not that we're going for weight loss, but you can see how affecting the gut microbiome can really change the way our body processes and handles food and how our cells get energy. Again, the whole communication process changes. So really, again, I would highly recommend that. And again, it's safe for all ages. So check into that restore, check the show notes as I will list out all these things. But really my motivation and my encouragement is the gut has a huge impact on the health of our body. And if you're trying to get healthy and you're doing everything diet-wise and every ex- everything exercise-wise and you're still not seeing an effect, you have to start looking at the right changes in order to do that. And it's simple little things and really just taking care of your diet, eating clean, and more than that, desiring health and dealing with stress. Such, such huge benefits in the body. So that's my talk on probiotics and why you shouldn't be taking probiotics and instead how to make your gut bacteria healthier. I hope you've enjoyed it. I probably induced a flood of questions in your mind. Please write them down, email me back, leave a comment in the show notes or on social media, and I will make sure to answer all of your questions. In a few weeks, I'm going to jump on Facebook Live to answer your questions on prebiotics and probiotics and how to really make this switch well. And also let me know if you try Restore and what you think about it. I'm sure that you'll experience some kind of effect. And remember, if you have an intolerance to it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad reaction for your body. It just means that we have to figure out ways in which we can develop a tolerance for this, for the right things to ultimately help your gut bacteria. Again, it's that catch-22. So thank you so, so, so much for tuning in to yet another show of Simple Roots Wellness. Again, I can't tell you how much I adore you and how much that I love that you're here. I hope these shows mean something to you and provide the education and the action steps that you can take to simply do this in your own life. Don't forget to head on over to the show notes to find more information about today's show. That's going to be simplerootswellness.com slash 050. It's always simplerootswellness.com followed by the episode number. And I'll be sharing more information over there in a blog post about this same topic. So check that out. Also, make sure you leave me a comment, send me an email, or shoot me a note on Facebook if you have any questions or concerns or what other topics you'd like to hear on Simple Roots Wellness. And lastly, don't forget to enter for your chance to win your own Restore bottle, as well as three of my other favorite products that will be released in the coming shows and an entry into one of my courses for free. To do that, make sure you leave a rating and review on iTunes at simplerootswellness.com review. And make sure you tag Simple Roots Wellness as you share this show with your friends and family over on social media. Again, I'm so glad you're here. I thank you and I hope that you can take this information and it just helps encourage you to change one small thing at a time, making all the difference for your body. Thanks again. And I'm going to leave you in suspense for what's coming up next week with my second favorite product that I've experienced has changed my health. And I'm going to leave you in suspense for what's coming up next.